Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And our next guest joining us right now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. They are truly steps beyond convenient. You can follow him on Twitter at Royce Young. He covers the... Oklahoma City Thunder for ESPN, uh, and his name is Roy Shunk, uh, coincidentally. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Appreciate it. Very good to be with you, Ethan. Isn't that weird that my Twitter handle is exactly the same as my name? It is. It makes it very easy for those of us who aren't that smart. So we appreciate you doing that and keeping it simple. Um, All right, so let's start here. Uh, The Westbrook-Durant stuff kept you very busy, I know, for quite a Mm -hmm. while there. Have things calmed down? At all, uh, or uh, I mean, at what or what point does the Russell Westbrook revenge tour resume? Well, I guess we have to be prepared at any point, Ethan, uh, for whatever Russell Westbrook may be wearing. Maybe some sort of uh, subtweet or subversive fashion choice that's taking in a shop, apparently, at Kevin Durant. But you know, I I think that now that that first meeting has been put behind them, um, most everybody involved at least until they play again is kind of moved back back on with their seasons because i mean here's the thing you know the warriors have championship level aspirations and they've got enough distractions already to deal with um they you know they're having some some of their own issues you know the, the best basketball they, game they played was coincidentally against russell westbrook's thunder but the thunder you know on the opposite side of it they've gotten off to a nice five and one start they're feeling good about where they're at but they have a long ways to go too um, so I, I think for both parties involved, they kind of want to get past it as well. And I, and I think in some ways, them getting to play in the first you know, week and a half of the season is probably going to be helpful with that. But it's an enduring storyline. It's not going to go away. Um, you know, at any point, Kevin Durant may say something. He's had a, uh, you know, he may say something that's not at all a shot at Oklahoma City, but um, people kind of perceive those things to be that, and then it gets back to Russell Westbrook. So it's going to be something that follows them around all season long. What, was that game in Golden State humbling at all for this team? I think so. I mean, I, I think that even even with the fact of, you know, it was the second night of a back-to-back, and it was on the road, and the Warriors are clearly better than the Thunder. You know, Russell Westbrook is as competitive a player as there is in professional sports. And, you know, the Thunder kind of walked in, I feel like, you know, 4-0, just beat the Clippers. And maybe they thought that they were a little better than even they expected to be. And, you know, essentially the Warriors put it to them. And, you know, the Thunder led after a quarter. They had a 10-point lead in the first quarter. I think even they themselves may have been like, holy cow, like we're playing pretty good. And then, you know, the, the, the guy that they used to have showed up and Durant just absolutely scorched them in the second quarter. And uh, I think in some ways, yeah, you're right, Ethan. I think that it, it may have kind of sent the Thunder uh, a little bit of a reality check where they said, okay, yeah, we're, we're not quite as good as we thought we were. Hey, Royce, uh, I can't believe I'm about to ask you this, but Russell Westbrook, 33.2 points, nine rebounds, 9.7 assists. Can this man average a triple-double for the entire season? Boy, you know, before the season, I said no chance. Um, and the reason for it was that for a point guard to average 10 rebounds a game just, just seemed crazy to me. And, you know, Westbrook is the best rebounding guard in basketball, and, and he's fantastic at it. Um, and, you know, obviously he had 18 triple-doubles last year. 
And I just, but I just didn't think that over an 82-game schedule, he'd, he'd have too many games where maybe he only pulled down two or three, just because that, that's just the nature of the position. You know, he's not walking out. And, and, you know, a lot of the guys that average double-digit rebounds, you know, they have those, those big games where they, you know, pull down 17 or 18 of them, and it kind of inflates their numbers. Westbrook's not as much uh, apt to do that. I think he can get there with assists and, and points, obviously. Um, the rebounding just, it just didn't strike me as something that he could do consistently. But the way he started and the way he's made some of them look so easy, you know, the other night, um, the Thunder uh, playing against the Timberwolves, Westbrook would have had a triple-double, but he sat the entire fourth quarter. So uh, I think that can work against him. And then I think just the fact, the nature of he's a point guard and averaging 10 rebounds a game for a point guard seems really hard to do. Talking to Royce Young, he covers the Oklahoma City Thunder for ESPN. And again, the Thunder and the Heat play tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern game on our air pregame show starts at 7 o'clock. So is this the, the Thunder have decided on their core, basically, when they locked up Oladipo and Adams? Or, or is, I mean, how flexible are they going forward where they can surround Westbrook with even more players? I think they're still really flexible. I, I think that they did the practical thing. Um, they got Oladipo for quite a bit less than the max. Adams, I, I think that they have three players that are untradeable on the roster right now, and that's Westbrook, uh, Adams and Nick Collison. I think those are the only three guys that you can just basically put in a box and lock them away and say they will be on this team by the end of the year. And you know, Oladipo would you would you know it would suggest that he would probably be in that same case. But I, you know, I don't think the Thunder are necessarily committed to to anybody outside those guys just because when they kind of assembled this team, they had it with Westbrook and Durant in mind, mm-hmm. and and it was kind of surgically created around those two guys' skill sets, those two guys' strengths. And once Durant left, I think it sent the front office back into a mindset of, okay, now they have to reevaluate now that Westbrook resigned. How do we build it around Westbrook and probably Adams? So, you know, I think Victor Oladipo is probably part of the long-term core, but I also think the Thunder just made a pragmatic decision of saying, look, we're, we're locking this guy up. He's 24 years old, and we're getting him for less than the max, so let's do it. Royce, when you look at this this Thunder team, we know they're one of the best teams in the West. But you know, uh, when you get to best of sevens, it's a it's a whole different ball game. How far could Oklahoma City get? How far could they push Golden State uh, right now in a best of seven? And do you think that changes by you know April, May, or June? Well, I think I think the Warriors are only going to get better. So, um, and, and I think the Thunder will too as they kind of learn and adjust. I think the Thunder, if you ask them uh, secretly, they'd be pinching themselves to be off to a 5-1 start just because how, how many unknowns there were. Um, not only around how would they play around Russell Westbrook, but some of these other guys have to step up and perform. I mean, this is effectively a whole new roster here. Um, but, you know, if you're putting the Thunder in a playoff series uh, against a lot of teams in the Western Conference, I, you know, the West feels very wide open. The Clippers yeah. are good. The Spurs are good. But, you know, I, I don't think that you could necessarily just, you know, save for for complete certainty that you know that the Thunder couldn't beat one of those two teams in a seven game series. I mean they've already beat the Clippers on the road one time. And and like I said, I think the Thunder are gonna improve and I don't think that this is their final product. I think Sam Presti's probably got another move or two he's gonna make by the trade deadline. If you put him in a series against the Golden State Warriors, and I, I think you can maybe talk me into for the Thunder winning one game just on the fact that Russell Westbrook's gonna try that hard. <laughs> and I think he's just gonna try to will them to one win. Um, but I, I wouldn't give him much more than that. Royce, what do you make? Uh, we're talking to Royce Young here from ESPN, covers the Thunder, uh, but obviously you know Kevin Durant very well. What, what do you make of how he's assimilated so far with Golden State? And do you make anything of the fact that it seems like some other guys on that team seem to be struggling a little bit more than we're accustomed to? You know, quite honestly, Ethan, I'm a little surprised 
uh, how, how well Durant's continued to score. You know, I, I think that uh, most, uh, most of us, myself included, um, thought that Durant would take a little bit of a step back. I mean, he's a natural-born scorer. I mean, he, he wakes up in the morning, he's got 25 points to his name, and that's just what he does. Uh, he's so ruthlessly efficient, and he's so good at it. Gets to the free throw line, knocks down threes. He's getting great shots in that Golden State system. But still, I, you know, for him to be routinely putting up 25 to 35 points, that that's a little bit surprising to me. Just of kind of the distribution of points. You know, the Warriors weren't going to score 140 points as good as they may be. Um, but you know, clearly there's been some uh, some uh, discomfort with Durant kind of integrating in there. Clay Thompson's been the guy that's had the most issue with it. I don't know if it's just a shooting slump. He's not getting the same shots that he likes or not as many touches and he's having trouble with rhythm. Um, but, you know, Kevin Durant can play with anybody. I mean, you could put him on the court with four kindergartners and he's going to score 25 points. I mean, the guy's just, he's just that good. He doesn't matter. He plays within rhythm. He plays with, uh, uh, with chemistry, with whoever he's on the floor with. He fits so well. Uh, so I'm not necessarily, you know, overly shocked, but I am a little surprised just on the nature of they've got so many good players and there's one ball that he's been able to maintain his scoring ability. Uh, Royce, the job that Billy Donovan has done, you know, a lot of these co- college coaches, um, they move up and they get bad jobs, bad teams. Right. Billy got a got a great team, and, and he seems like he's doing a good job. Overall, how has he done? How has he done uh, uh, with Russell Westbrook in particular also? Well, I think Donovan's done a great job, quite honestly. You know, last regular season, there were some rough patches. Um, and there was a learning curve. And he tried out some, some odd lineups and some different rotations, but it all came together and it kind of, he, he proved to be correct in the postseason because they really figured it out in the playoffs and they came together and they, you know, they obviously should have beat the Warriors in that, in that uh, Western Conference Finals. If Clay Thompson doesn't go supernova in game six, the Thunder may have a championship trophy and Kevin Durant may still be on their team for all we know. So, um, you know, I think Donovan has done uh, a really great job, but like you say, um, you know, you might be able to make the case that he stepped into the best situation ever for a college coach. You know, so many of them have had uh, difficulty in the NBA making that transition, but so many of them have gone to lottery-level teams and tried to build, build a young group up. Donovan walked right into a ready-made contender with two of the you know, probably five or six best players in the world, and that's very unique for a college coach. This season, I think Billy Donovan kind of has the opportunity to prove his coaching chops in the NBA because you know, the expectations are a little bit lower. Um, he's got a young roster still, and they've got to rediscover how to play. Um, obviously, the Thunder are off to a pretty nice start, but in terms of Westbrook and him, you know, they've actually built a pretty strong relationship. Um, and Westbrook, you know, quite honestly, raves about Donovan quite often. What's Westbrook wearing tonight prior to this game against the Heat? He's got something in mind? Uh, probably like a garbage bag and like a chicken hat and like a, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's probably something. I mean, good grief. The guy just... I swear at this point he's just messing with us. Yeah, no, I think he's messing with a lot of different people. Royce, we appreciate you taking the time. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, again, the Heat out in Oklahoma City tonight. So we thought uh, it's a little, you know, you only, get, only play out there once uh, every year. Have you ever been to this hotel, by the way, this Hilton Hotel that everybody says is haunted? I have. And my wife always gets mad when I make this joke, but I'm going to make it anyway. But we stayed uh, we stayed there on our honeymoon. Our, the night we got married, we stayed there. And uh, I didn't sleep either that night. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Thanks for that, Royce. I, I got out one question too late. One question too late. Have a great night, man. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.